Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and I have with me the fantabulous, the amazing Angela Brand. Hey, Angela. Hey. Sing it with me, y'all. You're going to get your life today. So, yes. <laughs> we've already had our life. We done. We done had our talk, but I guess I need to share you with the world. So um, tell everybody who you are and what makes you amazing. Oh my God, what makes me amazing is because my name is Angela. I am a angelic messenger sent by God, a woman that is driven with a purpose, that is looking to help authors, coaches, and speakers to learn how to get paid to be themselves by turning their mess into the message that will build leverage and influence. I am also known as the purpose pusher. I push people into a greater place, into their purpose, so they can live out their God-given life. I mean, I just want to preach. I want to shout. I just want to, <laughs> like, I'm writing notes. I'm like, angelic messenger, leverage, influence. Like, yeah. I get my life whenever I interview you guys because you just speak to me. And I think that's what people need to understand is that's what it's about, you know, the hardest part of being a woman, an entrepreneur, a mom, a wife, or whatever you are, is knowing how to leverage your, your gift, your, your skills, your abilities, whether you're in business or not. Like we're living this life where we're, we're trying to figure out what these lessons mean, you know, what, what, how to deal with what happens to us and what to do with it. And that's your specialty. So tell everybody how you came about this journey that you are now living. How, how did it all start? Oh my God. Well, it started maybe years ago, but I'm going to shorten up. It started about when I was in Atlanta. I was pastoring in Cartersville, Georgia, um, but I was pastoring, leading while bleeding. I was hiding from the broken little girl inside. So I got to a point to where I needed that change. Not the change where you go to the altar and you get, I want to say smacked around, but you get hands laid on, you get prayed. Not saying that those things don't work, but we need, sometimes we need more than that. And I was in my place, I was yearning for more than that. I wanted to be whole in the inside, not just preach about it and talk about it, but really feel the wholeness. So I closed the church and I moved to Charlotte and I began this journey to getting back to me, the person that God created before the abuse, before the trials, before all of that. And I got me a coach <laughs> and she coached me through some things, trained me and all those different things. And I began to hear the Lord say, tell your story. And I'm like, I, I don't not me. I'm a mess. And I'm a mess. He was like, no, your mess becomes your message. Your mess is your message. So that journey started from there. And I began to look at every part of my life. And I began to look at, Angela, what did you learn? What did I learn? I began to ask myself, how many other women need to learn the lessons that you have learned? So I began to package um, my mess and I turned it to my message. And here I am now building a multi-million dollar business, helping people um, turn their mess into the message, training life coaches, training speakers, helping them build their brand helping them develop coaching packages and services, publishing their books. This, however they can learn to get paid to be themselves without now, trying to be somebody else. 
oh, you talking about that imposter syndrome, that mask yeah. that everybody mm-hmm. knows so mm-hmm. well. Um, yes. I want I want you to break something down for me because this is something that we all talk about our, as coaches. My my your voice, your power is based on the fact that so many people feel muted, they feel silenced, that they're afraid to speak up, that they, they've gone through things and they really don't know what it all means. But what I want you to emphasize and to break down for, for listeners and viewers is when you talk about training, training someone to use their message, you know, to turn their mess into a message. I, I think the conversion is, is lost and the, and the meaning is lost because I think people see it they see us out here, but I don't think they understand exactly what we do and how we do it. So can you break down what training someone and getting, you know, teaching someone how to get they like, what exactly does that look like? What does it mean? Well, I give them tools and strategies to apply with what they already know, but they don't know how to use it. God give us all gifts and talents. But it, the problem come in, we wasn't raised in a community to where we leverage our gifts and talents, learning how to, to regenerate a revenue, a business, offer services from our gifts and talents. So I just take what they already know, give them tools, show them how to use the tools, and then say, here, go be great. This is how you put this into place. So I'm not showing them or giving them something that they don't have. I'm helping them possess the power that's already in them. They know it. When we think we talk about our gifts, we think something, oh, extravagant. But it's something that you do so naturally that you automatically look over it. We look over the gift of being able to encourage somebody when they down. We dummy it down thinking, oh, I have a gift from Christian. No, that is a gift that other people don't have that sets you apart from everybody else. When you think about Harriet Tubman, they all were slaves, but she had the gift of resilience and determination and say, no, this is not the life God has for me. I know I'm meant to be free. So she took her gift and she applied some principles to it, put the power behind it and led the slaves free. I'm sitting here taking notes because you just simplified something that I think so many of us (laughs) overcomplicate. You know, Mm -hmm. we don't think about the things that are effortless to us. We don't think about the things that are natural to us. We don't think about personality traits as gifts. And you just broke it down that determination is a gift. Resiliency is a gift. Empathy is a gift. And I know for me, a lot of people always say you always land on your feet. And I used to say, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean by that? What choice do I have? You know, if I knew how to give up, I would, but I don't even know what that means. You never realize, exactly. You don't realize the strength is a gift. You don't realize that that overcoming adversity is a gift. You don't see it as a tool. Mm -hmm. You don't see it as a skill set. People like to call you drama queen or say that you like chaos. And it's like, no, I actually don't. But when you say God will only give you what you can handle, girl, I used to want to slap people whenever they said it to me. I was like, stop, stop. Because I feel like you're just making him give me more. Just stop. Don't stop. (laughs) Don't say it. And, and everybody was like, Anika, you're going to get through it. And I'm like, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear that right now. It's, I want to be woo, 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 you know, and, and, and lay down and just play dead right now for a minute, you know, but ultimately it's true. You know, there are certain people that are called 
to adversity. There are certain people that are called to lead. There are certain people that are called to resiliency. There are certain people that are called to influence. And yet we miss the calling because we don't realize it's a gift. We don't realize that it's a skill. And we don't realize that we need help to organize it, to put it together, to create strategies and, and systems because we're just winging it. And the difference between winging it and strategy is success. You know, yeah. the hamster wheel is turning and you're applying things, but you're not applying it in order. You're not creating a system. You're not doing it right. And you think that you're doing it, but you're not. But you just need that guidance, that accountability. Right. And that's, that's what a coach does, right? That's it. That's it. We help you put things in perspective and show you that you can get paid for this. <laughs> you can get paid some big money. When you think about coaching is a trillion dollar industry girl i was doing my research yesterday and i said I, there's a piece of a pie that's for me and i'm going to get it oh i like that I, I'm, I'm going to get it I, i'm not waiting for anybody to serve me my pie i am going to get my birthright she said i'm not waiting <laughs> i'm not waiting i'm not turning around five times i'm not no i'm going to get what's mine that's it's, it's so profound. And, and I'm going to ask you your opinion on this because when, when you do step into business, for those of you guys who have and for those of you guys who want to, or ladies, um, a lot of people are going to tell you to narrow down. What is your take on that? You know, when I got in, everybody was like, you're all over the place. You're doing conferences. You're doing podcasts. You're doing coaching. Like, what is your thing? But what do you say to those people who have multiple gifts, who can systematize it, who can do it all? And, and people are telling them, no, they need to pick one or they need to, to focus on something else. You know, what, what's your advice to that? Well, I get asked that question a lot. Um, I normally tell people to narrow it down to one, um, but podcasts, conferences, and all those is one thing. You still have one vision. You're doing the same thing. Those are your marketing strategies. Those are your avenues to get your message out to the world. So when you think about that one thing, that one, your, that one gift may be to encourage people. I tell, think of five ways that you can get paid from that one gift. And it may be encouraging, turning on the podcast, turning on the Facebook Live, doing a YouTube channel, doing conferences. So there's multiple ways you can do that one thing or use that gift. Me, I have so many gifts to where I was, I can do a lot of stuff, but I had to monetize it and put it in the system. So that way I offer multiple services. I become the one-stop shop for office coaches and speakers. So you have to learn to figure it out what can make sense to a potential client. Now, if you do five different things, meaning you do hair, um, you do nails, you sell clothes, it has to, it has to be in unity and harmony with one bigger picture. Got it. it has to be. Got it. So be part of the canvas of the masterpiece. Mm-hmm. You said vision and avenues, that is the difference. And I think a lot of people get, you know, when they're looking at these marketing videos and they're like funnel, funnel, you know, pick one thing, what's your niche? And it's like, what, what's that? What niche, niche, what, what, what is that? 
it's the first thing that you learn and it's the the I think it's the hang up for most people. I know for me, I've changed it a million times because but it's all around personal development, leadership, you know. Right. And it's it's finding that word to to really reach people, self-improvement, like what do you call it? Investing in yourself, self-care, regardless of what you call it, that's what we're doing. That empowerment, you know, people see that word and they they it's oversaturated now, but it's all the same thing. It is. You just have to learn how to put it in perspective. It, it is putting it in it a way so where if I look at your website, if I come to your social media, I have to be able to know that it's for me and I fit in. It has to be a part of the brand. If I come and it, and it sounds like chaos, then you're unsure what you're doing. So you think about you personal growth and development, it has many phases, many levels to personal growth. Yep. So, yep. and it's fluid. It is. I want to ask you something else. So many people who are servant leaders, <laughs> they know that they're called to help and serve, but they mm -hmm. don't necessarily know why. And you, you hit the nail on the head with your background, because I know so many people who think that ministry is the only way to help and serve. Yes. All the time. And you, can you dispel that, 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 that myth, please, and just tell them <laughs> exactly how you can do it? Because a lot of people are afraid. When I first started, I was doing $20 coaching sessions because I come from substance abuse background, working with inmates, working in, in vulnerable populations in nonprofit sectors as a case manager and a therapist. But you can help and serve people and still run a business. You can help and serve people in different roles and providing different services. And you're doing it. So can you, can you really tell people that are out there? I know some ministers that are scared to walk away from the church, that want to do something bigger, that don't want limitations, that want their own thing. I know some people specifically that you, you just, oof, that you would just get them right. So, so can you break that down? Can you just tell them what they need to know about the next steps of, of, of moving past their stagnation? Well, I was that person that only believed that God can use me as a church, that, you know, at some point we were all called to preach and, and minister to people. And that is correct. But God uses us in so many different ways, so many different places. They even created this new word, a phrase they use, marketplace ministry. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. You know, it's, it's cool. But God, when you're called, God gives you so many gifts and talents. He gives you that thing that you want to give to the community. It may be through serving on an usher board. It may be serving as a pastor. It's good. But God didn't just call you to the church. He calls you to the world. Everybody need you in the boardroom, um, in the workplace, in the church. So when you look at your gifts and your talents, your gifts make room for you and not just in the church. You can do ministry and business. I look at my business as my ministry. For some people, they see me as a spiritual mom. Some people still see me as their pastor, their mentor, or whatever case may be. I'm a, God, a God's mouthpiece wherever I'm at. And if you're that pastor, that minister leader, if you're listening, how dare you withhold your gift to just be limited to the church when God wants to use you 
everywhere. How dare you dummy down the God in you when he's bigger than a building? He's bigger than a pulpit. How dare you? Matter of fact, you don't even have the right to limit God to just a church building or just preaching the word. He's giving you wisdom strategies that the world needs to hear and apply to business. You say kingdom business, where we need kingdom citizens running businesses, communities, subdivisions, apartment complexes, shopping malls. That's what we're needed. Because if you can't take care of the natural need, they can't trust you with their spiritual need. And if we are really, to be really real with you, if we really to have dominion, dominion is not being broke, is not robbing Peter to pay Paul, is not being in lack, is not having bad credit, is not don't know how to take care of business. But kingdom business is establishing other businesses, it's launching other ministries, it's so much more than what we are limited to. Power and dominion is wealth, is money, because money gives you options. You have no options if you don't have money. I can stop. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. No, I was get <laughs> Listen, I was letting you have it because somebody needs to hear that. And, you know, yes. some people only respond to that. You know, when I'm when I got Michael Todd on and he's like taking my clothes off, you know, he's I, I'm like, you just put me all out there. You this, need that okay. sometimes. You need to just be slapped yes. upside head, not, you know, hands yes. put on. Because some people, that's all yeah. they know, and and you got to give it to them. Yeah, it, it, and I have so many gifts that's locked up in them, and they still waiting on God to get him a sign. I'm just waiting for God to lead me. No, he he was leading you when he called you. He went. You behind. was you was ready and equipped when you came out into this world. Life came at you, and nobody taught you how to play the game of life. I was the one, I was so super spiritual, wanted to be closer to the Lord, but I was so broke, preaching the gospel on welfare, waiting for my food stamps, okay? And that ain't God. That ain't God. Been there. God is strength, power, wealth, Hope. abundance. Faith, that's right. Not lack. Yep. Discouragement, defeat. Yep. Yep. No. Yep. And to that point, I think that a lot of people try to choose where their blessings come from and they miss the blessings because they think it looks different than what it actually looks like. And you said something earlier that I say all the time, God uses people. And if you are not answering the call, if you are not accepting and you're not ready to receive and he's been trying to hand it to you, give it to you, show it to you, then that's on you. I literally took my mess, turned into my message, and I used my gift to get my message to the world. We have all been through something. We have all, we all have stories. We all have trials, tribulations. We have all been through faith tests. We have all been through it. But what do you do with it when you come out of it? Most people just say, oh, I thank God that I'm alive. No, I thank God I'm alive and I'm going to help somebody else and I'm going to get paid for it. Yep. 
got to do something. You got to use it. it it's, it, it's, it's meant for your good and for the good of others. My first mess, Queen of Diaries. I took my life's journey and I gave my diary to empower women. My Queendom Diaries. It's, it's letters that we, um, 12 women written to the younger self inside of me, our younger self. And so many times we want to keep our diary to ourselves. We want to keep those things to ourselves. But God gives you a story. We overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. The word that gives life. We have to share it. We have to pass it down to generation to generation. We are still living under some of the curses from our former generation, our ancestors, mm -hmm. because of the lack of knowledge that they had, mm -hmm. because of the poverty mindsets that they had. Mm -hmm. we, try, we are in the process of breaking those to leave a legacy of wealth and wholeness to the next generation. That's right. That's been the struggle of, of the African-Americans for years. Now it's time to rewrite her story. And, and, and I, want to, I want to create a link because you talked about your testimony, you talked about using your diary, but you specialize in personal branding. And the best way that I can tell people about personal branding is your image. Like it is your image. It is what you stand for. It is, it is how people perceive you. But can you tell everyone your specialty and your services? Because you've got speakers training and coaching. I want you to break it down. Let them know what you do. Well, let me start off by saying what yeah. personal branding is to me is how you show the world who you are. It's how you show up in the world. Are you going to shine or are you going to dim your light? When you see, when you see people posting pics on social media, they may be showing their light or they may be showing a false light, but really living in darkness. My job is to help you take that light and turn it bright so other people can be attracted to who you are and what you do. So within that, you may say, I want to write a book. Okay, let's write your book. Let's get you trained. Let's, let's get you out there. I don't stop just at the training. I want to complete the process with you. And that's why I call it the one-stop shop. Most women come to me, um, they have been told that they never could speak or because they're not educated, they couldn't be a coach. I don't have a degree. And 95% of my clients have doctor's degrees, master's degrees, bachelor's, are educated. Your gift has nothing to do with education. My job is to show you because everybody has something that they struggle with. You may be knowledgeable and educated, but you may be disoriented at the same time. You may be overwhelmed and deal with discouragement. That's where I come in, to help you put all your education into perspective so that you can position yourself to get paid from your gift and not so much of your education. When you look at the most successful people, 
are people that don't have an official degree. And let me dismantle this myth right here. Just because you have a degree does not make you educated. And just because you don't have a degree does not mean that you're not educated. Education comes from many different forms, many different ways. If I read 10 books a month, I may be more educated than a person who have a, high, a um, college degree because I believe in self-education, meaning I learn what I want to learn, not learn or uh, learn something that's taught through me through a traditional system. My assistant has a master's degree in business, but who does she get business coaching from? Me, with no business education. But your experience qualifies you more than your education does. I help individuals package that into services and programs through building their personal brand and helping them launch their business. I mean, to me, it's, it's so simple, but to other people, it's complicated because that's not their gift. My gift is to take your chaos of your mess, your gifts, your education, your knowledge, and help you put it in perspective and say, here, this is what you do with it. And that's pretty much it. I'm going to say there's so many people that need that because there's so many people that have the vision and they know that they're called and they want to start their own business, but they don't necessarily know who to hire. They don't know how to build their team. They don't know who mm -hmm. they need. And I will tell everybody, this is the first thing that you need, because when you don't have that clarity, you will spend so much time just riding a hamster wheel and you mm -hmm. go around and around and around and getting absolutely nowhere. And you yeah. got to have the right people in your path. You, 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 and, and you have you to, have to. You have to promote and demote, you know, I, that's, that's my thing. I always tell people, you can let a lot of people in, doesn't mean they need to stay. And it doesn't mean that you can't let them go. You can meet people, you network, you fill people out, you do all that, but you need to build your team. You need to build the people that are going to, going to allow you to be successful. You need to build your village. You need to have people that are supportive. You need to have people that are strategic. You need to have people that are business minded. You need to have people ahead of you, alongside you and behind you. And so I just, I just hope that you have brought clarity to some people that may have been in that darkness, you yes. know, and, and that they can understand why they need you and why it's important. But most of all, I, I think that people can understand why it is important that they, they just be honest with themselves and just be, you know, be real. Because like you stated, the education, the, the, the broke them, that lifestyle is real, you know, and I just finished my master's. It took me 10 years and that degree almost killed me. And there were a lot of people. Congratulations. That me, Thank you, man. But a lot of people told me I wasn't, you know, I wasn't credible without it. And so I felt like I had to do it and I did it and it almost killed me. And honestly, I learned so much in life during the process of fighting to stay in school then then even you know being able to focus on some of the lessons so you know what you said is so profound and i think a lot of people don't understand that you need to couple your education but you need to do mm -hmm. the work because mm -hmm. everybody thinks that you only working when you're in school the work is done in life the work is done with you being intentional and investing in yourself 
investing in your business. And if you don't, you know, people think, oh, I just get a job and then, you know, I don't, I don't read, I don't listen to podcasts, I don't do anything else. You got to do the work constantly, constant growth. It's, it's, it, it's, it is. It, I mean, because the world is changing, things are changing. And if you're not jumping on board, you got people who were so adamant about using the computer or their smartphones. And now you can't go to the DMV. You can't get food stamps. You can't do anything unless you get on your phone or get mm-hmm. on a computer. So it just goes to show that you got to evolve with the times. You got to be ready and you got to leap. Mm-hmm. You got to leap even when you don't understand why you need something. Just, just do it. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for being here. And y'all, she is one of the InfluAction speakers. So whenever InfluAction goes back on the road, get ready. She's going to be there. And in the meantime, if we do a virtual event, she will be there. So y'all just, just stay tuned. Um, but check her out. I'm going to have her links, her book, her bio in the descriptions. So y'all, that's Angela Brand. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. And as always, stay powerful. Peace.